right, hello, and welcome back to the Penn State Pre-Health Podcast, the show to help all pre-health students on their journey to acceptance. Our goal each episode is to share information our students need to succeed, connect them with resources, answer questions, and make this stressful process just a little easier. Our episodes will vary in length from a little over five minutes to around an hour in length. So tune in to one of our short episodes on your walk between classes, or when you have a little bit more time, you can enjoy one of our longer episodes. I am this week's host, John Moses Bronson, and for this episode, we're going to be continuing our discussion on personal statements. Now, there is a lot of very complicated advice around personal statements. So what we're going to talk about today is some of the general good stuff to do and the general bad stuff to avoid that are pretty universal in you want to do this and universal in you don't want to do this. All right. So we're going to jump right in to the stuff that you do want to do. The biggest thing with the personal statement is it is an exercise in being concise. You should always strive for depth as opposed to breadth when it comes to your personal statement. Having a very specific focus and point of view really helps you to be able to tell your story. I often work with students who have four, five, six, seven, eight topics included in their personal statement. There is just not enough space to break apart those ideas in adequate depth. I encourage students to look for one, two, or maybe three major components to their personal statement. And often, students want to go straight for what they think that admissions officers want to hear. It's really not the best thing to do. You really want to look inward with your personal statement. So the next big piece of advice is start with your own insight into what drives you. What has gotten you on this path? Sometimes we call this the seed of your story. Where was the beautiful tree that you are now planted? How did you start on this journey? That gives us a good sense of how your perspective and growth has happened over time. And it helps us understand why you are at the point of applying to your program. And part of this is, again, a lot of times my students really want to focus on, well, what is the medical school or what is the dental school or the PA school want to hear? And when you do that, you end up saying the same thing that other applicants have said over and over again forever. And you really want to be able to present your story that is unique to you because that is what makes your personal statement different than any other applicant. And that's how you help yourself stand out. It's not about having the most impressive writing skills, right? Nobody expects you to be Tennessee Williams, right? You just need to talk like you. But communicating your story is so, so important here, right? So you want to be yourself and not worry about being this ideal applicant. Now, a good piece of advice is to be a bit creative in your approach. But I do want to put some bumpers on this. If you've ever gone bowling and you know those little guide bars on the end, I don't want any gutter balls on your uh, personal statements. So I'm going to put some some bumpers here. Your creativity should serve a purpose and its purpose should be to help you tell your story better in some way. If you are not, you know, 
a fantastical creative writer, your personal statement doesn't need to be either. Your personal statement really should be a reflection of who you are. Because if you weave this incredibly detailed and rich story, but that's not how you speak or communicate normally, these schools are going to know that. Right. And it's good to focus on the affirmative. This is my next big piece of advice. I have read some personal statements where students, I think, from really good places are talking about some of the failures or things that they have not enjoyed when observing other health professionals or things. And I think that's a very natural thing to talk about how I'm going how am I going to be the future of healthcare well let me talk about some things that I observed that I didn't like but the personal statement is to talk about your goals and dreams and you can do that by focusing on the affirmative and not needing to dwell on these negative aspects also focus on the affirmative parts of your story I often will have students who are like well I had a C in organic chemistry so I wanted to talk about that I'm like (laughs) personal statement is now where you talk about how the fact that you got an, a C in organic chemistry, it's not its purpose. You really want to focus the personal statement on these positive, wonderful parts about what make you, you. It's not the time to explain deficiencies or blemishes in your preparation. That is what secondary essays are for. And you want to evaluate your experiences as opposed to describing them. This is the next piece of advice. Describing your experiences is something that you do elsewhere in your application. There are entire sections devoted to that. But evaluating your experiences, talking about your insights into them, is what takes the thousands and thousands and thousands of students who have shadowed their primary care physician and what makes the experience truly yours is by evaluating it, analyzing it, and running it through your own point of view and lens. Please, please, please proofread. My goodness, the number of personal statements that I read and a student's like, well, I think it's pretty much done. And I'm like, well, you have three (laughs) spelling and grammar errors in your first paragraph, so let's fix that, is pretty significant. There are writing centers available. If you are an alumni who is listening to this podcast, that is something that you can ask us absolutely for help with. You know, we're not going to be as perfect as the writing center, but if you don't have access to that resource, we're more than happy to help. Uh, So now we are going to move on to some of the pitfalls of personal statements. So things to avoid. You do not want to make what's called an expository resume. So basically, you don't want to take all of your experiences off your resume and just shove them into your personal statement. Repeating information found elsewhere on the application is a mistake. You have precious few characters in your application. When you start it, it feels like you have so much space to fill. But when you actually start getting down to it, you realize how concise and careful you need to be with your character allotments. So really save the personal statement for things that cannot go anywhere else that help us to understand you. Do not preach to your reader, right? This is my next pitfall to avoid. It can be very comforting or comfortable for students to get up on a soapbox and really talk about something that they're super passionate about. But preaching to your reader is a problem. Expressing your opinions and why you feel that way and how it is influencing your pursuit of healthcare is super important. But what you don't want to do is come across as fanatical or extreme in your viewpoint. 
even if you have what some people may consider a bit of an extreme viewpoint, if you talk about it in a way that is grounded in passion, absolutely, but also facts and reality, you have what is a, could be a very strong component of a personal statement. Oftentimes, students will talk about motivators, and you would think that what I'm about to say is a very obvious pitfall to avoid, but here we are in this podcast. Please do not talk about how you want to make money, <laughs> lots of it, from this career. They do not want to hear that, <laughs> so avoid that at all costs. Your motivations should really be internal motivations as opposed to external rewards that you receive, right? Now, the next part. A lot of times, students want to talk about systemic and social injustices in our society. And this can be a wonderful component of personal statements if done in the right way. But do not talk about them simply as complaints of the system. You want to talk about them instead as relevant sources of motivation and reasons that you are pursuing these studies. Right? You don't want to focus on all of the problems without presenting any sorts of solutions or reasons why you care. You know, I'm from the South, so we have this like very, <laughs> I think, kind of graphic saying, don't show me the dead cat in the street if you're not going to bring a shovel, which means don't show me the problem if you're not prepared to address it. All right. Um, and don't use really like tired or boring cliches or intros or conclusions. It is very normal, especially for our STEM writers, to want to use bits and pieces of language that they've picked up in articles that are common pieces of, of language construction, right? So things like, this question asks me to discuss, or I would like to thank the admissions committee for considering my application, or I would just love to have a meeting at, or interview at your institution. Those are not really good things to include here. They take us out of your story. They take us out of your captured voice of someone who is pursuing this. So you don't want to use this next pitfall. Don't use unconventional or gimmicky formats. It's so tempting, especially with all the advice on Reddit saying, you've got to have a hook. You've got to have a hook. Well, guess what? If I have 10,000 applications and all of them have a hook at the beginning, it's not so much of a hook anymore. Focus on telling your story in an authentic way. And that is what's going to make you stand out. Right. Um, and then the last bit, especially for my students who have big research backgrounds, and that's a big motivator for them, it's going to be very tempting, but don't incorporate technical language or super uncommon words into your personal statement. I will often read personal statements that have really elevated language in them. And I'm like, did you use a thesaurus on this? And they're like, yeah, I used it quite a bit. And I'm like, it is so obvious to me that you did that because there are sections of this personal statement that do feel like you speaking through the written word. And then there are parts of this that sound like someone ran it through an AI personal statement generator. And I usually will refer to that as stilted language, which is slightly robotic or overly formal. You do want to avoid that. It takes the personal statement away from being personal, which at the end of the day is the biggest goal of this entire 
project. All right, so now that we have covered some of the big, big overview, you know, advice that I want to give, now is time for you to start really thinking about why you're doing this in the first place, because that is really going to guide you. In next week's episode, we are going to talk about how you can craft your why statement and help you to give some direction to your goals, to your personal statement, and to your entire approach to this entire process. I hope you've enjoyed your time with me, and I look very much forward to having you join me next week on the Penn State Pre-Health Podcast. The Penn State Pre-Health Podcast is a production of the Pre-Health Advising Office in the Eberly College of Science at Penn State University. It is produced, edited, and promoted by the Pre-Health Advising Team. The views, opinions, and advice shared during this podcast are that of the hosts and any guests only, and do not necessarily reflect the best advice for every student at every institution for every health profession. This is a nonprofit podcast made for the purpose of better serving pre-health students across the university system.